sponsoring today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. The podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Today, we'll focus on victim thinking. As leaders, we know that we'll have up and down moments. We have those in life, and we have those at work. We also know it's how we handle the downs that determine how well we get back on track with positive momentum. This past week, our coaches came together for what we call a Coach Development Institute. So uh, we work with partner organizations, and we call the individuals who work with us who work with those teams coaches. And as part of the Coach Development Institute, the first activity was for all of us to pull a quote out of a brown paper bag and then read the quote and then talk about what it meant to us. Well, I pulled my quote out of the bag and it looked like a big fortune cookie sticker. And it felt like one too, because the quote said, great leaders don't whine. Well, I thought that was something that was meant for me. And so I quickly started reflecting on, have I been whining? And then it also made me think about this concept called victim thinking. And the quote was a reminder to me just to stop feeling sorry for myself when I have those moments or feel sorry for myself with myself for just a moment and then make sure I move on. Sometimes we feel like the world is against us. And sometimes we just feel worn down. Our tendency may be to turn to victim thinking. Why? Because there are personally felt benefits from being a victim. Have you felt them? Here's one. We want people to feel sorry for us. And when they do, feels good. I remember when I was a child, I'd have a small grade fever and act like I had a temperature of 105. Having my mom's attention on my well-being just felt so good. And if you knew my mom, you'd know what I'm about to say too. I also knew I had 24 hours to get better, so I'd better enjoy the moment while it lasted. And even to this day as an adult, when I feel sick, she's one of the first people I call because she makes me feel cared for, or her empathy toward me feels good. Now, I also know if I acted in this way with her too often, she'd get tired of me acting that way. I may cause her to worry, or she may dread the call from me complaining about my headache or fatigue. Have we felt the benefits from victim thinking when we don't want to do a challenging job or make that difficult decision? Instead, we focus on barriers that keep us from having to do the work rather than just working through it. We may say something like, if the circumstances were better, we could get the job done. But gosh, those obstacles are just so tough. And that's beyond our control. Can't do anything about it. Or what about this? We feel like everyone else is wrong and we are right. We excuse away some of our shortcomings. Then face them head on. Let's look at an all too common example. In an executive team meeting, 
You, I mean, I know if you think about, as I'm telling you this example, you have one of your own. Think about what one might be. Let's say at an executive team meeting, a project manager was presenting to the team. A manager was giving a challenge, you know, to get a project completed by a particular date. And I heard the manager, let's say I'm sitting on the team, and I heard the manager say something like this. I presented a plan to keep this project on time. It's the marketing department. They're at fault for this project not being completed. To get the project moving forward, they have to create the graphic design and align our product to the brand. I provided them with our timeline, and they're doing... They're just not doing their part. We're doing our part. They're not doing their part. And I don't know how you expect me to get this project completed when the marketing department just simply is not doing its job. This manager acted as a victim, shifting the blame from her to the marketing department. She also, not intentionally, shifted the workload to a level up. And she put the problem back on the executive team. Playing the victim then had a negative consequence for that manager, not because she had a barrier. It was because of the way she messaged the barrier that affected the potential confidence the executive team had in her. And instead of trying to work through that with her, the executive team worked through that issue with her, sometimes they probably just take it on. And then the next time they have a project to do, what do you think happens? She doesn't get the opportunity to do it. Here's the crazy thing about victim thinking. Individuals playing the victim are the only ones who can stop the behavior. But why should we stop? We'll have better interactions with others and achieve results. And we'll be happier with ourselves at work. To get there, we have to break those bad habits of victim thinking. And to do that, we have to create the right mindset. So how do we change our frame of mind to break this bad habit? Here are five suggestions. See if they might work for you. Acknowledge the benefits that we feel from being a victim. Just first know that there are benefits to it. Stop talking about how bad things are. Believe that we are in control of our own happiness. Take responsibility to shift our negative emotions to positive ones. And just simply rely less on what other people do and more on what we can do. I was driving to work this morning and I was going through in my head, you know, all the things I needed to do before I take a little break in the next two weeks. And there was one area that I've been working on that just has made me feel like a victim. And I just stopped myself. I felt like I just wanted to stop the car, pull off the side of the road, and just stop for a minute. And I just said, stop it, because it's not in my control. But the 98% of the things that are in my control are extremely positive. Just focus on those 98% and let that 2% go. In an organization where I worked years ago, a new leader was hired who served as my boss. I was very successful in this leadership position for about five years prior to my new boss. It became clear to me that the new leader 
did not necessarily like my approach for leading our unit. I was more innovative, and he was more traditional. So I had a few choices. I could change my way to align to his, become more traditional. That would have been pretty miserable. I could have become a victim. That might have felt good, but eventually been miserable. Or I could find a solution other than the two above that would be beneficial for the organization and my new boss and me. So I decided on this last choice. I made a better decision. And at times, I know I've played victim. But at this particular time, I knew if I did, that I'd really hurt the people on my team that I really cared an awful lot about. So it helped me make a different decision. So how do we take specific actions in our workplace to stop victim thinking? Let's review several. You may have some of your own as well. Let's think about one thing we're grateful for and intentionally note and recognize it. When we get upset about something, write down the good and see how it outweighs the bad. That was my exercise this morning, the 98% good to the 2% bad. Let's just simply express our gratitude to others. On our team, every week we fill out a, um, a survey tracking our results, and we have one part of our survey that everyone fills out about the wins from the week. And when we get to our Monday huddle meeting, everybody has that opportunity to share their wins. And you know what I've found? is the wins are all about the wins with their teammates, how other people have helped them. When they had an issue or when they needed something, how our team provided that help to them. So every week, every Monday at 1130, we have an opportunity to express our gratitude to each other. Let's release our resentments. From time to time, we feel like we've been wronged by others. And sometimes we have. It's up to us to determine the best way to work through this. If we don't take this action, we know we create that inner turmoil within us. And it rubs off on all of those around us. We're not the only ones who feel it. Everybody we come in contact with feels our struggle. And as leaders, we have to be really careful of how we share that. So by addressing our animosity head-on, we free ourselves of those negative emotions. Let's find a way we can help someone. Be kind. One of our team members, Theresa, told me a story last week that when they were in Nashville, our team was in Nashville at a conference, one of our team members, Brian, saw that she was walking behind the crowd going to dinner. And instead of ignoring that, he was aware, and he went back to Theresa and walked with her. And, of course, Theresa said, oh, you don't have to do that. And Brian said, I want to do it. Let's give ourselves a break when we make a mistake. Sometimes we need to feel sorry for ourselves. Let's allow ourselves to feel that way just as long as we don't stay there for very long. And let's rest when we feel worn down. When we take care of ourselves, we're better to others. Our teams deserve this from us, and we deserve it 
ourselves. This week, let's do three things that will help us and in turn help our teams. Enter the week noting one thing you're grateful for and just carve out 30 seconds, 30 seconds each day to do something that shows your gratitude. Find something you can do this week to be helpful to someone else and offer your help. And if you need time to rest, do one thing this week that helps you find that time. Here's what I know. Most people want to be their best at work, and they want their leaders to help them. When we break some of our bad habits, such as victim thinking, we become better leaders. And you know what? We become better people, and we'll be much happier at work. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next podcast, where we'll focus on execute well. Have a great week.